And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. D Murph. You a fool for this one. Fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. We interrupt this regularly scheduled programming for this special report. I'm Cole Johnson of Cole Sports, and this is your Why Not Sports short. All right, world. I I continue to say this a lot, and there's never a dull moment when I can say I have a new guest. I have this gentleman which can definitely relate to the movement when it comes to more than an athlete. And about giving back to the youth, the sport, and the community. I have former NFL player and coach just giving parents and high school athletes the tool to conquer their recruiting process. Owner of Game Academy, Coach Z, Coach Ziggy, Coach Zon Burton. What's up, brother? Welcome to Why Not Sports. What's going on, man? It's a heck of an introduction, I tell you. Hey, man. I, I appreciate it. Oh, no doubt, brother. I, I, I'm just being transparent and honest. It's always good to <laughs> to relate and, and collaborate with a brother, a gentleman that's, that's doing great things in our community because of sports. And speaking of sports, before we really talk about, you know, what you're doing now, for the first time listeners, just let them know about a little more about yourself and the sport. That helped you get to where you are. A little backstory. Well, I uh, I went to uh, high school in Virginia Beach, and I played basketball and football. I was uh, smart enough or lucky enough to have chosen to go the football route because just of the percentages of you know eighty five scholarships opportunities in football versus you know ten to twelve in basketball. So I kind of rolled the dice with those odds and just chose football. And I ended up uh, being blessed enough to go to college at uh, Virginia Military Institute, which is a Division One school, a uh, smaller school, military college. Uh, I always tell people I was um, – I learned a lot there. I learned, I learned the game of life Yes. from that place. Yes, um, sir. And, and uh, it took me out of my comfort, my comfort zone. I ended up playing basketball and football there. I only played basketball for one year. My GPA got kind of low, so I just stuck to football. Yes, sir. And I had a chance to, to uh, you know, go on to the next level and play. It didn't last long, got cut, uh, and I went right into coaching. Um, I went right into coaching in about, you know, 2006, and uh, I've been doing that ever since, and I kind of moved up quickly. You know, I was coaching at a Division One, you know, ACC school by the age of 30. So Nice. Uh, uh, and, you know, I developed – very quickly into one of the top recruiters in the country. Um, and I had opportunities to coach uh, with the Washington Redskins and then the uh, Los Angeles Chargers here recently. So yep. I, I just decided that, you know, through all my experiences, it was time for me to uh, 
take time and opportunity to be, be with my family a little bit more than I was. You know, when you're recruiting all the time, you're out all the time, you know, yes, with other people's kid, kids and their families. And it was just time for me, I felt like, to devote uh, more of my time and efforts into my family. But at the same time, I got bored within like two weeks. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, it's time for me to do something. I got it. The game wouldn't leave me. Yeah. I wouldn't leave the game. So yeah. I decided it was time to try to educate some families, educate some kids and give them the behind the scenes tips that they may, may or may not know about that can help them uh, get a scholarship, man, because I was, re- it was more kids that I couldn't recruit than the kids that I did. So mm-hmm. uh, I just, it's kind of it kind of became a passion, and we're gonna keep it rolling from there. And keeping it rolling, we are. When you said something earlier that 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 made me smile is because even though you said your quote unquote professional level of football was cut short, you went right into coaching. You know, a lot of us that when we play and we cut, it's like. We got to keep trying. We got to keep trying. You're not going to tell me, though. You know, our our just mentality of not giving up. But you was like, yo, I have another plan. And that's and, and based on just the people I've been able to connect with, including myself. That was something that I applaud you because it took me years before I was able to find my calling outside of actually playing sports. So right. salute to you. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. You know, just I was been fortunate to have, you know, great parents and then um, great coaches that coached me when I was younger. And they always, you know, it was always drilled and drilled and instilled in us to have a plan B. Mm. Um, I, I can't I'm not going to front and lie and say that <laughs> that was always my plan. But, oh. you know, as, <laughs> okay. as, you know, as as the game grew on me and, you know, I noticed the impact I was having while I was playing even on my teammates, uh, I just wanted to give coaching a shot, man, and I kind of, I just stuck with it, and it blossomed from there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, man, again, it's, it's a beautiful thing being a mentor, being someone who's played the game at the highest level. Um, it's so many people that's, that's out and about who, you know, play professionally or play at Division One, or just have a lot of experience that typically do not give back. What was it about you for the include that's not include what well, is including your parents and your other coaches that motivated you to give back? Because some people have had the same opportunities to do you know what you're doing, but you have a passion for it. Where has the passion for giving back and just being able to mentor parents and that uh, young student athlete um, to get them prepared for the next level in collegiate sports or in this case football? Well, you know, when I when I was you know in college and training, we always came home to train. You know, a lot of colleges you guys stay home and they stay they stay on campus and train. We came home and train. We trained with the high school guys. We had uh, older guys that. You know, we're in college or in the NFL. They came and trained with us. Um, it was just it's just kind of nature, you know, of what mm-hmm. what guys did uh, when we were coming up, man. And then, like I said, you know, you when you have your own kids, like you said, you got your kids, and yeah. you know, I I got mine. <laughs> yes, and sir. when you you know, yeah, it's like uh, it's just become second nature to give back, man. You want to yeah. make sure that the generation behind you is educated. And they can learn from the things you're going through and experiences you had. You always want to help the next man out. So I think it's, you know, 
think is somewhat natural, and the other end is just wanting to do it. Yeah. There it well, is. It's all about what's important to you. Yes, sir. And that's why we have Why Not Sports. We talk about the good, bad, and the ugly of sports and how it impacts your everyday life. Ding, 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 right. ding, ding. <laughs> My own personal sound effects. Man, and, and similar to your story, man, it, it really, I started this podcast game in 2016. My son, Derek, D3, he was born in 2015. So as he was growing up and just growing, I'm like, wow, what can I do? Because I don't want to just be that father or that dad or that pops that just go to work, go home. I want to do something when I smile like hell or high water. I know it's going to keep me motivated and keep me pumped. And for me, it was always sports. So I said with him developing you know, his his love for the game, he was getting a little, you know how most boys, including ourselves, we get the basketballs and the football and the, you know, and the different uh, balls and he was really loving basketball. I said, Oh man, I started getting a little nervous. I haven't even told this, you know, every, you know, ever on, on my uh, platform. And I was like, yo, I don't know what I'm gonna do, Lord, but I got to do something with sports. Cause I want my son to get the same passion and based on what I'm seeing to get him ready as it was for me. Right. So I said, and as you clearly know, being a father, a mentor, we need that to, to, to excel at the next level. And for my son, it was kind of my hell of high water moment. You know what? I'm going to do this not only for myself, but for my kids to lead that legacy and to, and, and to help those who need that help. Because if I would have had that mentor, like a coach Zion, coming up... I don't know where I would be. And it's not to say that I'm not in a good place now. I would have been there a little faster compared to what I am right. now. So, salute right. to you again, brothers. Want to put that out. Shout right. out to the kids as well for keeping us uh, <laughs> pushing that envelope for, for the family. Absolutely. Absolutely. That changed your life. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. And, and I, this is your time. This is your time to brag, though, man. Like, when you look at what you've been able to accomplish. And we're going to talk about your game academy. Right. But let's talk about when you started in coaching. Let's give the, you break down the timeline from 20, from 2006 to now 2020, before the game academy. Let's talk about your recruiting, your coaching. Well, all I that was at stuff. a – okay, I was at a – I started off at Fourth Union Military Academy. And that's a prep school where – you know, you got some of the top recruits in the country that, you know, either they weren't recruited the way they wanted to be or their grades weren't right or they just wanted another year to get better mm -hmm. uh, before they graduated high school. So you had some of the top guys in the country coming around, coming in one spot, and you had to round them up and make them become a team in about 12 weeks, which is hard and difficult, but it, <sighs> it challenged you as a coach. You know, yep. It challenged you as a coach for those kids to put their egos aside. Um and your goal was to get them a scholarship. They were coming there to get a scholarship. So I didn't know it then, but I'm kind of doing the same thing now. But yeah. uh, And then, you know, it's, I was there one season. And then at uh, Old Dominion University started up their football program in 2007. I ended up coaching the defensive backs there for about four years. And I went to the University of Richmond 
uh, and coached the wide receivers. So I started off on defense, switched to offense. Uh, then I kind of stayed on offense the rest of the time. And then in 2012, I went back to ODU. Okay. So, you know, I had very good relationships uh, at ODU to be able to leave the college and then come back. Yes, sir. Um, and in 2014, I was coaching the receivers there. I got the Conference USA Recruiter of the Year. Um, and I think that kind of opened some eyes. I was, I wasn't, a, you know, I was still young, pretty young Division One coach. And mm-hmm. uh, Virginia Tech had a job. You know, Virginia Tech, being from Virginia, Virginia Tech was kind of a dream job for me. So I went after it with all I had. And, you know, I, I was blessed to be able to, you know, coach at my dream school. You know, like I said, I write, I write about 30 years old. And I went in just 100 miles per hour, man. And I, like I said, I ended up, you know, being one of the top 20 recruiters in the country pretty pretty soon. Nice. And uh, I wish we had one more game, but we didn't. But um, And then with the, with all those, you know, opportunities and, you know, being blessed to, to coach on that level, uh, I got opportunities to coach in the NFL, which is the highest level, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I had a year with the Redskins and a year with the uh, with the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, man. And that just, that just opened my eyes to to a whole new light of just um, even when even when kids are in high school and they develop and end up going to college, they really don't change. You know, like the mindset doesn't change that much. So a lot of guys miss out on opportunities, uh, not only from high school to college, but, you know, college to the NFL. But then when they're in the NFL, they make, you know, poor decisions or their mind is just not in the right place. Uh, it's just a lot of missed opportunities. So, yeah. Uh, and, you know, for me, it was like, man, like, you know, you can stay in coaching until you're about 60 years old if you want, or you could start trying to impact lives, like more lives right now. Uh, and for me, it was, I'm, like, I'm going to be real. Like, come on, <laughs> I went, <laughs> come on, I, uh, I, 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 uh, I went home. I got to go see my son play basketball. You know, Zamir, he's. Eight years old, and it went to a basketball game, man. And my son was double dribbling up and down the court, right? Mm. And I, as I told you, I played basketball too. So yep. for me, it was like, man, we got to live up to the name. Yes. <laughs> so I said to myself, man, I said, you know what? I could be here helping him at least dribble with one hand at mm. the minimum, you know, and put up the basketball court in the front yard and all that good stuff. So for me, that kind of got my wheels turning with just. You know, not only giving back, but being a better father, mm-hmm. coaching my own son more than mm-hmm. I was coaching other people's kids. So that's kind of where it stemmed from, and here we are. Man, I love it. I love it, man. I'm telling you, y'all, I, I love it when, as a former athlete, when you talk about your kids and seeing them and, you know, they, they have our mannerism. It's just our son or even our daughters as well for those, you know, I'm not judging. Right. I got I got both. <laughs> the Lord bless me with both. It's just Me something, <laughs> it, right? It's a beautiful thing. But when you then like, and then, yeah. you know, my son is named after me, so it's a little. It's some things that I'm seeing. I'm like, like you. I'm like, you know what? I need to spend more time. Like I just purchased some basketballs three weeks ago. Uh, my son was MVP uh, of of this past season, uh, offensive player of the week about six months ago. So he's been, you know, grooming himself. To you know, showing he has promise, but now, like you said, it's still some things that 
and I know he's only five world. Don't judge me, but I, I I get excited and I want him to be advanced. I want him to be ahead of the game because, as you know, Coach, this thing called sports is competitive. Right. You got to give yourself that upper hand because nowadays it's kids doing this. I'm almost even thinking, how do they go to school? I'm like, they traveling here, traveling here. How do they make time for school? But the point is, parents willing to do what it takes to get their kids at basically having a scholarship. So right. I want to make sure I put my uh, <clears throat> my bid in that hat as well because <laughs> I had a scholarship. <laughs> and I end up finishing yeah. with the degree. So I know how important it is. So, again, it's beautiful to hear another story similar to mine when it comes to, again, your children or your family and seeing what the game has done for you. And now it's kind of like, at least let me do that because – I even felt guilty at times where, like you said, I would spend more time with other people instead of mentoring my own. So I was like, you know what? Again, let me figure out something to where they know my family first. And then outside of that, boom, you know, I'm going to include my family and things such as that. So that's good, man, that you having your focus around your family in addition to what you love and have passion for. Oh, no. Yes, sir. You got to. Yeah, man. A lot of people. That's why I, I'm I'm excited to do this uh, episode because a lot of people that I've been able to come across with, they don't have that. Believe it or not, I'm not gonna yeah. call out no names. It's just be like, yo, <laughs> but you still got a family. Don't forget where you came from, or don't forget outside right. of the, the 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 lights, camera, action. You you a husband, or you a father, or you a, or a son. You know what I mean? Or daughter in this right. case. Not not. Um, discrediting the women in this point, but yeah, man, it's it's right. Like beautiful. you know, I mean, it's I'm not, I'm not gonna front. You know, being that young and um, you know, being that young and, and excelling and you know, working your way to the top that quick, it can go to your head. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. No doubt. Really, <laughs> you know, I really had to bring myself back to reality. Yeah. Like, what's what's the big picture, man? So it's yeah. it's challenging, you know. So. I'm just I'm just blessed that, you know, and happy that things happen the way they happened and I got this this wonderful opportunity to to do what I always thought about at times, like you said, you know, at times you just think about it. Yeah. And now I got an opportunity to do it, so I'm gonna seize the opportunity. Yes, sir. I'm I'm with Coach Zion. Y'all Coach Zion, I mean, I keep saying Zion. Coach Zion, man. I'm like <laughs> I'm on the other end with a brother, man. It's very similar backgrounds, very similar stories. And similar to Similar to what you were saying, man, it's just beautiful. If I would have made it to the NBA outside of college, I don't know if you would have had me. Like you see, I would have been like, oh, I got kids, I got a family, but I got to do this thing called basketball. I got to go go to this event. Now it's kind of like, hey, wife, kids, can daddy use this time to record? Or can daddy go travel out to state or the country? Y'all going to be good? All right, boo. You know what I'm saying? Like, I break it down. Right. If I get majority no's. I'm like, oh, I gotta reevaluate. But right. back then, pff, whatever. I'm I'm demurred. <laughs> yeah. I'm demurred. They no need doubt. me. <laughs> no <Jeez>. doubt. No <laughs> doubt. The, the ego, baby. The man, ego. Man, hey, hey. Them listeners, like, ooh, you sound like you used to. Nah, I came a long way. Okay, for the first time, listeners. <laughs> thank you for tuning in, though. For the avid listeners, what up, Coach Zahn, Let's talk about Coach Burton. Coach Ziggy, let's talk about the the ownership, being the owner of 
the game changer? Well, it's a, a game academy thing, a little bit. Yes, sir. Uh, it's a beautiful thing, man. Uh, I got two great partners who, you know, it's like I know what my strengths are and what my weaknesses are. They kind of pick up in that area. So um, we work well together. Uh, we got a good team that is building this thing up. We just had our first camp uh, last week. Nice. We call it game day. So that was our first game day. We had it here locally in Virginia Beach. Okay. That so was about 100, 100 and something kids. And we had a parent meeting in the middle of our camp, which is, you know, that's not normal. I don't I don't know if any camps do yeah, that. But our parent meeting was <laughs> real. To, to educate the parents on the on the NCAA recruiting process, the eligibility process. Because there's a lot of times that there's a lot of myths and there's mm-hmm. a lot of misguided information. And, you know, I'm sure you heard about recruiting stories where kids <laughs> didn't know they yeah, didn't know they were supposed to be in this class or didn't uh-huh. know they were supposed to be in in this core class, uh-huh. or they needed to have this many classes uh-huh. to, to actually be Division One certified. Uh-huh. And it was just a case the other day where a kid he didn't have enough classes going into his senior year, so he becomes an academic redshirt. Mm-hmm. Which that means you can't even play as a freshman, even if yep. you're good enough. You got a redshirt automatically. So, yep. There's so many things, man. We have a, we, we, this podcast will go for 20 episodes. <laughs> and we talk about all the yes, sir. All the especially on this part, but. Yeah, so, I mean, it was a success for the first camp. You know, we got a lot of positive feedback and testimonials. The parents were happy. The kids were, uh, they got better. And, uh, you know, we offer uh, a chance to come in and get invited to all the, you know, the rivals camps and all the big Nike camp and Under Armour camp. So, um, it's a chance for the kids to compete and the parents to get educated. And we, I think we did that. I could imagine being a parent, and I'm sure it's going to happen now that we talking. <clears throat> I might one of my sons, you know, might be in football. I gotta let the wife excuse that, but hey, it boo, I mean, hey, he loves football. Kozan, hey, big dog, we headed to uh, VA, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so during the middle of the camp, is it like, like after two hours, you do like a 30 minute session with the parents? And then it keeps going. Like, let's break it down if you can for that one parent that's interested in your camp. How does that go about? Well, again, I'm a I'm a keep it 100 guy. Like we 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 messed up on our itinerary, man. We had the camp during one on one. You know, everybody want to watch the one on one. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, in the future, our, our next camp here in a couple weeks we're gonna do it uh prior to the camp 30 minutes prior to the camp uh we have an ncaa um an sat act prep woman who comes in and she speaks on behalf of the ncaa rules and eligibility and then i go in and we talk about any questions that the parents may have about recruiting the recruiting process and i just give it to them real you know all the things that they may or may not know about most of the time they don't know about it um just educating them on you know, everyone's situation is different. Right. You know, some some people have an eighth, eighth grader or a seventh grader, and they're getting ahead of the game. And some people are in overtime, where it's like the fourth quarter, and it's like, yeah. right, I need my son to get recruited right now. So, exactly. Um, so we work out. Uh, we do individual drill. It's like a college practice. It's not a combine. I want to again, Game Academy is all to prepare you for college. There you go. And the recruiting process. So we. Our camp is not a combine. You don't come there and run a forty. You're not. We don't have stopwatches out there. Gotcha. We got whistles. We got a. We got two position coaches for every position, and you're getting trained hard. There's no walking. 
there's very few minimal breaks. It's like a college practice. You're getting yelled at. You're getting <laughs> however you – you're getting challenged, yep. shall I say, yep. Um, yep. to a level that you may not have been challenged before um, in high school. So um, – and then we go into, you know, your one-on-ones, seven-on-seven. Then we end camp with competition drills um, where – it's either we're going to call you out if you didn't, we hadn't seen you all camp and you're going to be in front of everybody and the mm. whole camp is cheering you on. Um, we're making you compete and reach levels that you don't even think you could. So there you go. That's the goal. Uh, and then, like I said, in the middle of it, we you know we, 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 we educate the parents, but now we're going to do it prior to the camp, about 30 minutes prior to the camp. Okay, okay, okay. Well, either way, man, it's still dope as a, as, as a fellow – a former uh, student athlete and, and learning the recruiting process on my own. Coach Zion, where was you at a few years ago, Big No, maybe 20 years ago. But because, uh, you know, like most of us, we had the support, but a lot of us didn't have that person who went to a college where they was heavily recruited and actually finished. So, I'm, you know, like for me, you know, hearing your story, man, it's because I made some some decisions that I, if I would have, you know, had had a, a, someone that's been there and done it, maybe you know I would have chose a different path. But again, you know, my spiritual side kicking in. Things happen for a reason. It makes me appreciate the opportunities that I have, such as recording with you and just the journey that I've been doing as a as a content creator, someone that that wants to give back. And one of the things. And I'm going to ask you what type of tips as far as recruiting go if they're not able to come to your uh, your academy, which is Game Academy. Some people, as far as athletes, don't know where they want to go to school for. Some athletes want to go because of geographic location. Some athletes pick a school because that's what their father, their mother went to. So what would be some tips or what would be some key things to to recommend for a parent and or that student athlete when it comes to the recruiting process? Well, as far as, you know, picking a school, you know, my, my number one tip would be Make sure that the school wants you and mm. not that you just want that school. Mm. Okay. That would be my number one tip um, because a lot of kids get, they start recruiting the school more than the schools are recruiting them. <laughs> and that's kind of exactly, exactly the treatment you get in the recruiting process. Yeah, exactly is. what you're going to get when you get to the school. So they don't love you before you get there. They're not going to love you when you get there. Mm. The odds are very low of that happening. Um <clears throat> And that's just, you know, based on my experience and, you know, just seeing kids. And, and that's why, like I said, we can go into different tangents. <laughs> that's why that's why the transfer portal right now oh. in college football is just out Ooh. of this world. Yes, sir. It's, it's like, it's, it's crazy. It's like 10,000 kids in the transfer portal. It's yep. like, you know, and it's because of poor decision making in the, in the recruiting process. I would, I would say it's probably three quarters of those kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, so I will make sure the school loves me as much as I love them. Um, and then it depends on what your goals are. If your goals are to play early, make sure that you do your research. Mm-hmm. You go you go to practice and you watch the games and you 
Don't just talk to the recruiting coach. Make sure you're talking to the head coach and you hear it from everybody's mouth. And they're all talking the same language. Mm-hmm. You know, you can really, if you really pay close attention and the parents are really dialed in on, you know, where their, where their child is going to be for the next four or five years of their life, you can really, really prevent some mistakes if you really, really do your homework. You know, take a notepad, write things down because a lot of people are going to say the same things. Yep. But you got to figure out who is, you know, for lack of a better words, full of it and who's not. Yep. Um, yep. It's a business. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> right. 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 It's, it's all kinds of all kinds of business going on behind the scenes. Come on. That, that re- the recruiting process, man, like it's it opened it's my bonuses, eyes. It's it's all kind of things, <laughs> man. So the the motive is not always the benefits or so what you what you think it is. Or right, correct. Yep. That's exactly what it is. Yes, sir. So you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. And I'm I'm doing I'm actually in the in the process of writing an ebook right now on the top ten recruiting tips that they do not tell you. It'll be free on my website here in the couple weeks so ah. that also that, that'll also help help the parents out there it is hey free y'all game, free game baby free come game. on man free free game with coach zon that's the title <laughs> of the show look at that that's how it works man now that's beautiful man coach yes, sir. like you said we can talk a lot especially about the recruiting process i still watch it to this day how i'm coming across people and seeing things on tv between the coaches giving up money, paying these players, over promising, under delivering, like it really opened my eyes. Like this, is how it is in the real world. It's a business. They gonna feed you whatever they need to feed you to get you. And once they get you, how you know it's it's legit or it's even not legit? So what do you do? Follow your gut too. Well, yeah. Yeah, you got to do that. Um, you just got to get get the knowledge. I mean, I think it's just like anything else, you know. Don't just jump right into it. Uh, do your research. Be knowledgeable on it, and it's going to increase your chances of success. Uh, if you go into it blind, that's how they're going to treat you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, quite honestly, man, if if you don't know, nine times out of ten, they're not going to tell you. No, they won't. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like, you know. When I recruited, I always tell, I used to tell kids all the time, I'm not a car salesman. I'm going to give it to you real. And yep. I thank that. And when I did that and they did go and do their research and found out I was one of the few guys that was recruiting them and weren't lying to them, I think that drew more guys to me and the universities that I worked at. And it kind of separated me from the rest of the guys, you know, in college football that were recruiting. Um, but you got your car salesman. They'll tell you what you want to hear and then you get to, you get to school and – you never even talked to the guy that was recruiting you. So, again, it's we can go all night. Man, again, like you said, I, I, yes, I'm going I'm to be quiet because <laughs> I was just thinking of my history. And people ask me, and I'm sure with you, like the head coach was the one that recruited me for me to sign my contract for my university. If it wasn't him, I don't think I would have signed. On every for me personally, because I, I did, like you said, even as a 17, 18 year old, you know, looking because I had to make a decision. This is going to be a, almost like a marriage. Like, man, this is a big decision, Murph. You don't want to mess up. So I, I did my research and 
when, when I, I just, again, I just, I do thank God for my coach, Coach Arrow, Ronnie Arrow, who I did have on the show about a year and a half ago. And we had that conversation where even though he recruited me, it was still like, yo, you still got to push yourself. Don't get comfortable. Right. Don't get lazy. People are, you know, coming for your spot. And I didn't recruit somebody that wasn't capable of giving it, giving me 110% every night. So even then, like you said, once we get that scholarship, what are we going to do to sustain it? What are we going to do to keep it? That goes with our academics. That goes with the uh, community uh, events and service that is and requirement, a requirement for student athletes, to your point, that still don't get talked about. But anyway, I'm going to leave it like that, Coach. Cause like you said, I can see me going on a whole nother tangent <laughs> on a recruiting process. But there's one thing that you want to just let the world know, man, as far as any upcoming events. I know you spoke on the ebook. If you can just let the world in on just a, uh, just another thing, man, before we uh, give out your social media and how they can reach you, the uh, academy and uh, the website. Well, the biggest thing I want to make, you know, make sure that everyone understands is that, you know, first of all, game, the game, the acronym is guiding athletes through mentoring and education. So this is more, this is not a recruiting service. Um, obviously, when we're helping people conquer the recruiting process, if you follow our strategies and our methods and our advice, you're going to get a scholarship offer. That's just mm. because I know, you know, being a college coach, I know exactly what you need to do to do that. But this is not a recruiting service, number one. We are here to, to help parents, educate them, and educate these student-athletes on the recruiting process and how it works and what they need to do, and we, we guide them um, through that through it all, no matter if you're starting early or you're going into your senior year. Whatever it is, we're here to help. Uh, for example, we're at our next event is not a camp. We're having a transcript evaluation day mm. on uh, on uh, this month, next Monday, the 16th, you know, at our local rec center, so... We're, we're, we're having a transcript evaluation day. After that, we'll have a couple more camps, and then we're going to have another transcript evaluation day. We got a uh, – we have a uh, character development series we're working on where it's going to be a week full of seminars and camps on um, all, all things that help with character development. Number one, the number one thing we're going to have on April, in April is a uh, public speaking day where, you know, we're going to help kids – Learn how to talk to the media. What? Things of, no. What to say. <laughs> yes, sir. What to say, you know, what to say it. and things of what not to say. And putting your team first and not saying, you know, and talking with some projection in your voice and saying the right things and not mumbling, all those kind of things that, you know, if you get a scholarship <laughs> and you go to the next level, you're going to be able to get endorsements. And you, you know what I'm saying? If you can I talk well it. in front of a camera, man, I that's going to help you for a long time. So, I love it. I just want to make it clear that that's not, you know, we're not just a recruiting service, man. It's much more, it's more than that. We're here to help and uh, educate these families and these kids and take it as far as they, they can take it. So, um, as far as the social media, it's Game Academy Now. Uh, the website is GameAcademyNow.com. Go there, become a member. We're not beating you in the head again. It's, it's like going to a gym. You know, it's, Sixty nine ninety nine a month, baby, and you can stop it when you want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, you can start early, you can start start late. Uh, I would advise you to stay with us, stay the course, and I think you know ultimately you're going to accomplish your goals. Um, so we're on Twitter as well, baby. Game Academy now, uh, and we're just getting this thing rolling and starting, and it's really going 
as, as great as we thought it would be. Coach Zahn, I greatly appreciate the opportunity, man. I can't Likewise. thank you enough for giving a brother a platform and, and seeing what you've done prior to the game academy. Look forward to the growth and yeah, I I, I like I like I like the direction, man. And it, it it just it's just a good thing to see another brother, a family man, an entrepreneur, a former athlete, you know, give back and and and, and I just what I tell people, man, the mission of why not sports and I will say the motto again. It's the good, bad, and the ugly of sports and how it impacts your everyday life. And being able to speak in front of the media, being able to hold a conversation. A lot of us, uh, uh, I mean, I, I got the ball um, and I just scored. They, you know what I'm saying? They let, you know, it's like, yo. And, 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 I, and I, as a youngster, I was like, man, I was telling my mom, I said, mom, I I. I I don't want to be that athlete that once my career is done, it's like, well, Murph was a has been. Now let's on, let's move on to the next, um, you know, next athlete or next recruiting class. Because I know it was more to me than basketball. Hashtag more than an athlete. So just hearing what you're doing, it, it just gives me more fuel to to keep on pushing and continue to connect with. Great people such as yourself, your staff, and things that you are doing to impact youth, athletes, and the the, the, the game of uh, uh, sports, in, in this case, football. And one last thing I was going to give you props for, Coach. You said when you was playing, you did offense and defense as far as okay. coaching. A lot of people yeah. can't do both sides of the ball. So, again... You, I'm sure you study. I'm listening, man. I know I'm talking a lot, but I'm just giving. I'm adding to what you're saying. Free game with Coach Zion. Sometimes to help yourself stand apart, you got to become that asset. You got to do more things than the average coach. Ask a coach right now. Hey, I'm an offensive coordinator. I really don't need to know the defense. Or oh, I'm a defensive coordinator. I really don't care about the offense. You like, yo, I know both. So if something ain't right, right. I can, you know, kind of help guide the team or the players to where, you know, you can help them be in a successful position. So overall, coach, no keep doing your thing, brother. Keep doing your thing. I appreciate it, man. You do the same as well. This is a beautiful platform. It's amazing. Uh, we're on the same wave, yep. helping these youth out. Yep. You know, loving the game, and I appreciate you and your and this opportunity. No doubt, brother. No doubt. Well, you know, we follow each other. You know, I'll be uh be be checking in periodically, and if you ever come this way, or I might be coming your way for various things, you know where to find me, brother. You know how to reach out. Yes, sir. We're looking to do a camp out there, baby. So yeah, there it, Ooh, you know now. You know Texas is football country, so I'm just I saying. Know. I'm I know. Just, I know. <laughs> There's no doubt. I'm just we be saying. out there. We coming. Well, there it is. <laughs> a free game with Coach Zion World for the first time listeners. Again, thank you for tuning in. I know I was pretty long-winded, but it, it, it's just good to hear a story. Not even a story. It's good to hear someone's truth and from their beginnings of being an athlete to now transition to the real world, which has been kind of my mission. And it's good to see that there's more of us collectively coming together and, and doing something for our country and our community. You can find me on social media, Twitter, and Instagram at Isdmurf. 
You can find the show on most platforms. And if there isn't a platform, make sure y'all reach out. Let a brother know so we can gain exposure and just keep doing what we're doing to put out this powerful message and positive content. But everybody, we appreciate y'all. Until next time, peace. For now, I am Cole Johnson of Cole Sports. And this has been your Why Not Sports Short. This has been a special report from Why Not Sports. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming already in progress.